welcome to the Raglan Surf Report podcast. This is a sporadic podcast at best, as I like to call it, because I just do it when I feel like doing it, and then someone else will talk to me. Um, but today I've got someone to talk to me, or with me, conversation, uh, Kehu Butler. Oh, chit. I'll yeah. Here's my introduction. My name's Kehu Butler. I'm part of um, the Raglan Surf Report podcast, and I'm 20 years old. I think I'm pretty scuck, so uh, yeah. That's I didn't. I didn't ask for any of that information because this is my podcast. <laughs> this is not yours. You can't just hijack my podcast. I thought I'd just and do then it, start eh? doing an introduction for yourself. But I was just going to say that anyway. So I guess you've taken the workload off me. So thank you for doing that and taking some initiative and introducing yourself. Yeah, I saw my advantage, so I just took it. Eh? Got to take your chances. That's good. And um, I just wanted uh, first off because when I've watched the World Surfing League events and then for your name it has a t at the start mm. it says t butler yeah and i thought that was like maybe your actual name was thomas or terence or something but um would you like to just uh give us some um the backstory on your your full name okay yeah so on the departure card my name doesn't actually fit my real name is tikihukihu makoya ngafika butler but my first name's just tikihukihu so yeah bit of a novel way there's a lot of syllables in your full name and i can see how that wouldn't fit in a departure card yeah now nah, it kind of goes down into the old date of birth oh okay yeah, yeah. Well, that's a bit of a struggle do they even do departure cards anymore i don't think so thing? some countries not here in new zealand anymore just the old uh that chip the e-passport yeah dots, dots. that makes it really easy eh? just to give all your information to the government yeah yeah so they know where you are at all times pretty much eh? Yeah. Does that worry you that the government knows where you are all the time? Um, unless uh, some of the girls uh, work in the government are hot, I don't mind that. They know where I'm staying. They can come around. They can have a tutu, yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't think that would happen um, at I all. I think it's like a 0.5 chance out of 100, but I'm willing to take that chance. Oh, okay, cool, cool. And you're a you're an interma- inter- international. You're an international traveler. Yeah, I am yeah, an international traveler. Yeah, you do quite traveler. a bit of internationally traveling. Yeah. And um, why why do you travel so much? Because it seems like you're always traveling. Uh, why I travel so much? Um, pretty much because surfing's my job, eh? Yeah, we just travel around the world, surfing comps, try and do well, and um, yeah, that's that's mahi, bro. And how's mm. that been going for you? Yeah, it's been going all good. Or actually, not really, because we're uh, COVID nineteen, obviously, so stuck at home. But we've been traveling traveling around the country. Um, surfing down Taranaki here, the mount. So it's been all right, yeah. So you've been uh, a bit more home time than you usually would. Yeah, heaps more home time, which is good. So get to spend more time with my family and um, and mates and stuff. So yeah, nah, in a way it's good. Yeah, and so how much of the year do you usually spend not here? How much of the year? Uh, I reckon like in a year, I'm... Like being here, I'll spend like maybe two and a half months all up here. So two and so a half months time, here, and then so then the other five months overseas. Yeah, eh? What? Gee, did you do maths at school? Yeah, I did maths for sure. I didn't pass any okay. maths, but if this was my podcast, I'd ask you the question: How many months are in a year? Uh, I think this year already. There's only been two. What is it? It's June, eh? Yeah, bro. Nah. Well, it feels like there's only been two. I feel like it's gone really quickly. 
Yeah, yeah, has a yeah, maybe a bit longer than two. I feel like the whole chunk of the year was just taken up by <laughs> sitting around on the couch. Legit, eh? yeah, nah, just binge watching Game of Thrones, eh? Watching Khaleesi. Yeah, yeah, she's mean. It, it, yeah, no, she's. I don't know. She's. she's I like right. her as a character, but not as Amelia Clark. You know oh, I mean? you're not a fan of, of her the behind, actual, but yeah. her, yeah, yeah, I'm a fan as, of the character. Yeah. Do you think that's because you you love woman in power? Because she she is quite a powerful woman. Yeah. She's the master of three dragons, which um, there's not that many people that can master three dragons. I, yeah. I, well, she's the only one that I can really think of. Well, if it's me, she's gonna have a fourth dragon. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't consider you a dragon. Not a at baby all. dragon too, like the like bigger a fully than the grown ones. dragon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd think of you more as like a, an axolotl, or something like that. Bro, I don't even know what is that axolotl. Uh, they're like a, a a a brand of salamander. You know what salamander is? Narbol. Well, a salamander is an axolotl. But anyway, with the axolotl, <laughs> like they're because they're an aquatic lizard, and I consider you more of like an aquatic lizard. As opposed to one that flies. Oh yeah, well, mine mine is pretty big. It can roam around in the air quite far. Yeah, bit like a drone, you know. It goes how far do drones go? Like six k's away. Yeah. Yeah, yeah if you got a good one, no, I still I'm still rolling with Exile. You're definitely not a, a dragon, <laughs> but maybe you are. I don't know. I've seen you compete in surfing competitions, and it looks like you do have some dragon-like tendencies. You know, just mm. like uh, like mm. metaphorically, you know, you're quite quite fiery. Mm. Um, you're out there to, to, to rip the heads off um, other people and burn villages down. <laughs> um, you know, and when I say villages, I mean the dreams of other competitors. Yep. And is that something that you think of when you go out and, and compete internationally against other competitors? Do you, do you go out there feeling like a fucking dragon and you're like, I'm, I'm going to burn this village to the ground? Or you're just like, I'm just going to do this like calculated and... and you know yep. what? What's your what's your mindset when you go out and compete against other people? Uh, my mindset when I'm competing against other people are probably not that dragon mindset. I try and keep everything Salamander, simple. Salamander, see, told you. <laughs> yeah, but not in the bedroom, cause. Oh, okay. But, um, I'm not yeah. talking about the bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> nah, in the surf, yeah, I try and be um, just make everything simple and try and catch the best waves. And then um, once I catch the best waves, then it's really up to me on what I can do. If I fall off, don't get the score, then that's my fault. Or if I just don't get the waves, then I don't get the waves. I don't sit in the right spot. So, yeah, I just try and make everything pretty simple. Eh? So, do you, you, you try and take the the emotion out of it and just, are you quite calculated when you're competing? Yeah, I feel like I'm quite calculated. Yeah. Nah. Yeah, I reckon I am. Yeah. It's pretty. You don't sound that confident in, in your uh, your outlook to competing. Because I'm still calculating. Yeah. You know oh, you're still I mean? calculating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. You're yeah, calculating your answer right now, are eh? you? are yeah. like, mm, actually, well, where am I at? Where am I that's at? That's how calculated I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I can see, like. Sorry, bro. We'll do a cut there. I just need to yep. grab the mat box and the top shot. Oh, yep. Um, pause this. Okay. Yeah, so you've got a dragon, which is just full of all this fiery emotion. Yeah, and and then you've got you on the other hand, which you don't compete with fiery emotion. No, so you're not really a dragon at all. You are more of an exolotl or salamander. Yeah, just downstairs I'm a dragon, but we don't need to go that far. Yeah, I'd rather we just kept it above board rather than talk about your genitals. Yep. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, let the girls find out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See again, just try and move away from that and okay. just keep it above board. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. 
But um, have, have you been missing competing? Uh, yes and no. I have been missing competing. It's um, it's fun being overseas, and I do like competing and um, and challenges. So I do miss it. But then at the same time, we don't get this kind of time to sit back and kind of just focus on your surfing instead of trying to do ten to the beach. You know what I'm saying? So um, yeah, I know what you're saying. Uh, yeah, and um, to spend time with family and go chase waves around home. So, yeah, in ways I do miss it, but yeah, there's good things out of it too. Yeah, and so what have you been working on with your surfing? Because how old are you? Nineteen? Uh, just turned twenty. Just turned twenty. Fuck, old boy now. You're yeah. in double digits now. Yeah, quarter, bro. Quarter. Actually, that was wrong because you'd be in double digits if you're ten. But anyway, yeah. you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. But um, because you've still got a lot of room to grow as a surfer. And what have you been working on at the moment? Is there anything that you're trying to refine? Are you trying to pick up some new stuff? At the moment, yeah, trying to um, just do more airs as of, like, there's obviously no competitions now and most we've been trying to make heaps of clips and um, airs are kind of like the uh, the trend these days. So I've um, been trying to explore kind of down that region of surfing and then um, when we get the green light of competition kicking back up, then... I'll go back to kind of trying to mix everything together, rail and everything, and just trying to surf a bit more mature. Just get the full package going. Yeah, pretty much, eh? Yeah. Yeah, because it's interesting to see what's happened with aerial surfing over the years. For mm. you now, um, mm. aerials are just a part of the package that everyone has to have to be a successful competitor. Yeah. But um, back in my day, it was like novelty shit. Like when yeah. I was young, I remember there weren't many people doing airs so if you could do an air it was like you were kind of labeled like there used to be people that were known as air guys yep. like guys who were just focused on doing airs yep. and they that was the kind of um the niche that they carved out for themselves was was mm. being labeled an air guy and there yep. was like air tours and all that sort of shit yeah but um now it's just kind of like you have the best surfer in the world like italo you look at that guy and he's pretty much one of the best air guys in the world but he's also the best all-around surfer yep yeah, nah, you got to have the full package these days, eh? Someone who's pretty good at everything is yourself, mate, eh? You're hey, pretty look. good at the old ears and everything, power turns. If you actually know Luke, you know he's actually really the man at surfing. So, yeah, um, yeah. Well, I thought before we weren't going to talk about sexual stuff, so I'd appreciate it if it just <laughs> got off my testicles and, and my penis. But um, no, thank you. You are right. I am pretty fucking good at what I do, and I have been for some time. Um, but this isn't about me, although it should be. Because this is my podcast and I should be angling it towards yeah, talking bro. myself up. But it is nice to have someone on here who is talking about my uh, prowess at surfing. Yeah, bro. You push the question back on them, you know, sometimes. Yeah. Give it back. Oh, is that right? Is that how you, you've gone into this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, is there anything you want to know, like, uh, as a as a young upstart, as I call you, to a um, slightly, well, still young, but slightly older uh, yep. veteran? Yeah. Yeah. Ah, uh, so um, oh, question. What was it like growing up in Raglan, bro? Like, oh, see, so you fully switched it around now, yeah. Right? Well, this like rags, bro. Like straight up, not gonna lie. It's a bit depressing when the surf's pretty average, eh? Hey, Kehu, go fuck yourself. <laughs> this place is not depressing at all. You know, there's a lot of other stuff to do here if you're not surfing. There's yeah. um, there's like several good spots to loiter. Uh, there's like outside the bakery, there's outside the <laughs> library, which has free Wi-Fi, there's outside the surf shop, uh, that's it. But 
you know, that's three options mm. for loitering. And there's also oh, a yeah. skate park if you're into skateboarding. Oh, I'm yeah. not because I appreciate my mobility and my knees and my ankles and having all my bones unbroken. Oh, yeah. uh, and then also there's the pub. Oh, uh, how good is that joint? It's pretty good, eh? Man, you know hey. what they've done? So what they've done now is where they had the pokey machines. Yeah. So they've just done this big, because of COVID-19, they thought, okay, we're closing down. We've got an opportunity here to revamp the whole place. Mm. And, uh, and they wanted to showcase their garden bar, which they have out the back. And so what they've done is they've just done this massive like overhaul yeah. and they've, they've, um, they've knocked out a wall and they've put the pokies from one side of the room to the other. Oh, shit. So it's crazy now. Like, yeah, it's mental. Just open the place right up. The pokies wow. are in another part of the building oh, now. So you can grab a, grab a beer and go out and talk about the garden, talk about, oh, yeah, strawberries growing here. And then, oh, sorry, guys, I'm just going to go slap on the pokies real quick, eh? And yeah, I think, I think you, you're not quite... Um, familiar with what a garden bar is yeah it's not an actual garden oh yeah, yeah yeah so a garden bar is basically just a bar that's outside yeah you know and there might be some trees or shrubbery around oh, but it's not yeah. it's not literally a garden oh although that would be good yeah because then you wouldn't have to raglan pub snacks or anything. hinting ideas raglan pub yeah yeah well this is kind of a good good plug for them really yeah Their new revamped um <laughs> new revamped uh premises yeah. <laughs> I don't know what else you want to know about Raglan man because oh. I mean we do have more than just surfing there's uh, oh. there is uh, do you get nah, much um, seafood around here like obviously when the surf is flat which is probably hardly ever do you ever go diving or um, you know do any other stuff in the water uh, well I legally at the moment am not allowed to talk about any of that oh, uh, shit. just an ongoing case that's going on in regards to uh, me potentially you know, taking some seafood that may or may not have been legal size. I thought it was. Uh, hey. Turns out the officials uh, didn't think it was. Oh, unlucky. Was nah. it? Was it mean though? Was was it was fucking delicious. Oh, no, no, that's all shit. That that didn't happen to me at all. I just um, <laughs> I really hope that doesn't happen to me. To tell you the truth, but yeah, we do have a lot of seafood. We've got mussels. Yeah. Uh, the ledge, the ledge section at Manu Bay. That's all mussel bed. Oh shit. Uh, it's extremely dangerous. And uh, only extremely experienced surfers should be surfing that because it's got razor-sharp muscles yep. on those muscle beds. So if you fall yep. off out the back at Manu Bay, there's a very high probability that you're going to get cut up on muscle beds. So just yep. anyone listening to this, just keep that in mind next time you surf Manu Bay. It's very, very dangerous spots like an Indonesian reef, except the reef is a lot sharper. So just keep that in mind before you come to Raglan. Maybe give Manu Bay a miss. Maybe go to the beach, something like that. That's all I'm saying, yep. unless you're an extremely experienced surfer. Yeah, listen to Auntie Jacinda. If you're not experienced, don't go out. Yeah, and that also applied to all the levels now, didn't it? Yep. Yeah. And it said all no levels. sound paddleboard. But yeah, we've got we've got mussels, sharp mussels at Manu Bay, where, so no one should go surfing there. And there's also kinna. A lot of kinna at Manu Bay, Fuck, another hazard. Kinners. Yeah, delicious. Mm. Um what season are they best? Because I've heard an old story Not that when the um when the what are the trees when called? The when trees. the Pahutakawa trees are in bloom, that's when the kinna are at the best. Yeah, bro. That's yeah. the one they eh? That's when they're nice and creamy and fat, just real fat, bright. Mean and Oh, that big yellow tongue-looking thing. Oh, it's mean. Oh, yeah. Because it's, mm. it's, it's such a uh, polarizing piece item of food, really, isn't it? Because you mm. can have a kinner, and if you don't have it at the right time, it's just bitter and revolting. Straight up. Yeah, it's yuck. But then if you have a good kinner, it's yeah. fucking delicious. Most people I know say it's just like eating in the ocean, but 
everything you eat in the ocean tastes like the ocean. Yeah, pretty so. much all just does take the o- taste like the ocean. Yeah. But I but think hey, it kind of does gotta, taste. We got to stay away from that, you know, genital what? stuff smelling like the ocean and that. Remember? Yeah, yeah. Well, you just don't talk about it then. But um, no, well, yeah. So we've obviously got Kinna, another extremely dangerous shellfish yep. that is prevalent at Manu Bay. So maybe just give that a miss if you yep. if you're scared of Kinna or cutting at your feet or whatever. <laughs> and we've got Pawa. Yeah, yeah. And they're all undersized. Bro, did you go to um? I hear there's a um, a surf academy here at Raglan at the school. Did you go to that surf academy too when you were younger? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I was one of the OGs. Oh, one yeah. of the OGs. I eh? was one of the OGs. Who uh, was who was the coach at the time? I think Dean Hishin was. Yeah. He's still there. He's still there, isn't he? Oh, I think yeah. so. That yep. bald fella, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the bald fella. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Uh he's yeah. He was the original teacher, and he still is. Oh. And uh, I found it hard being taught by someone who was trying to tell me how to surf when I surfed way better than them. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, I find it hard. Like, if, if someone is trying to give you advice and trying to teach you how to do something, but then they are shitter than you are, yeah. it's hard to it's hard to take advice. I agree. And that's why I never really achieved as much as I should with my surfing. Oh, yeah. That's one of the many excuses I have hard. in my pocket, at least. Well, you still surf pretty good, but, you know, still... Oh, I, overcome, I, over, I, I overcame those those boundaries and those obstacles yep. of having a surfing teacher that surf way shitter than me. <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty much trying to get a surfer to try and teach you how to play rugby, eh, I guess. Well, not really like that because they are a surfer and they are trying to teach surfing. It's like <laughs> it's like having someone who's shit at rugby trying to teach you how to be good at rugby. Yeah, true. Yeah. Or someone who hasn't achieved anything in rugby. I guess that's just what a coach is really though, isn't it? Oh, I guess so. For a yeah. straight up, I don't even know, eh? Yeah, I, I didn't think you did. But uh, do you have a coach? Yeah, I do actually. Yep. Have you heard of the bro Adam Robinson? From uh, Torquay and um, Bells. Oh, yeah, he fucking rips. Yeah, yeah. Nah. With him, he's the man. Oh, okay. Eh? See, well, that's a coach that you can you can look up to and respect and you can uh, actually take on board the knowledge that they have because mm. you look at that guy and what he's achieved in his surfing career, like, he fucking rips. Yeah, nah, he's... It's Ratcher and I go coaching with him, eh? Go down there to coach and, um, you know, try and surf good in front of him and he just surfs better than me, so, yeah, nah put me in my shame eh? yeah oh it's going to be the same thing when we go surfing this afternoon when you come out with me so yeah yeah at least you're used to it yeah i guess so eh? i just gotta wear it on the chin yeah and what sort of stuff do you work with um work on with him (laughs) uh working with adam robinson we mainly work on surfing mature getting out of um pro junior surfing and trying to get to ct level surfing so just yeah transitioning from being a little kid to try yeah. and be a man pretty surfing much. like a man eh? yeah pretty yeah. much eh? well holding holding your rail through turns and holding rail connecting and more spray yeah everything bigger yeah. yeah that's it pretty much and how's that going like is there anything physically also that you're trying to work on to become like bigger stronger um at the moment not trying to get physically better uh bigger sorry yeah always trying to get better but not bigger um yeah, I'm trying to get more flexible. I'm just gonna say it. I hate stretching, but yep. uh, um, actually, don't think my, likes it. my Red Bull manager just brought me that gun thingy. Looks like a. George. I saw that that big dildo. Th- oh no, we can't go. We can't we go. Can't go down we told that path, we won't go down that path. But, but yeah, um, I saw that thing. Yeah. yeah, nah. So I can't wait to use that, eh? Because yep. stretching's hard, eh? It's hard, all right. Yeah, I actually did a fun. yoga class with my with my cousin in Australia, and um, did you know you like if you needed a fart. You just fart? You just let it out? 
Well, that's one I of those things that people always assume that happens in yoga classes. Yeah. They just think it just smells like shit because everyone's farting. Right. Well, I've no, I've never experienced that. I've done like three yoga classes yeah. and there were like no farts. Bro, hear this. Me and my cousin, the only boys, and we were young, all these ladies, and we were at the back. That sounds sus. But, um, yeah. That's where you got to be in a yoga class. <sighs> yeah, pretty much. So, um, yeah, we're doing one pose, and then, like, out of nowhere, you just hear this purr. And there was a lady in front of me, and I, like, looked over to my cousin and just went, what the fuck's going on here? And we started chuckling, you know, when one chuckles, and it just gets louder and louder. Then it must have gave everyone the green light to just fart, because there was, like, four farts oh. after that. Then I went up to the instructor and I was like, oh, fuck, that was pretty loose, eh? Fucking farting everywhere. Like, said it with a real serious face, too, going, nah, mate, you know, if you need a fart, you got to let everything out to be 100% relaxed. And I was like, fuck, cousin, if I let it out, you fellas won't be in the room, eh? You fellas would have ran outside. I would have hotboxed the joint. Oh, really? Bad yeah. farts? Yeah, broken of farts. Yeah. But that's, that's a hard thing, I reckon, when you have a, a situation like that where everyone is, is quite serious. Like, there's nothing yeah. really funny about yoga. Yeah. And and then someone, like, lets out a fart. Because a fart it is the universal language of laughter, you know? Yeah, it's um so. It's something that yeah. it, it kind of transcends language and mm. it breaks down barriers and borders. Right, Because, yeah. like, you breaks can be any... barriers, all yeah. right, my nose. Yeah, Poor exactly, nose. your nose barriers. But, like, if you do a fart anywhere in the world, it's funny in any language. Mm, and I so that's so. and I reckon when you're in a situation like that where uh, it's supposed to be serious, that is that is the the like I don't know how you can not laugh when someone farts. Yeah. So you're saying it's like a language, eh? A well, fart? it's not a language, but like if you think about it, in any language, well, like per hello, yeah, no, 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 just the, no, well, not <laughs> a, a, an actual language. No, what I'm trying to say is that if you fart. If you're in like Botswana or somewhere where they don't even speak English, mm. and you do a fart, and they're gonna laugh, they're gonna think that's funny. Mm. Whereas if True. you if you said something to them that was funny in English, and mm. they're just like, well, that's not funny because I don't understand what you're saying. But you do a fart. And they're gonna think that's funny because like oh. farts are universally funny. Oh yeah, true, true. So it's like oh, the universal hey, language of laughter. You can't not everywhere because mate, sometimes I've farted in public, actually at Bayfair Moor. Yeah, yep. yep, and like no one laughed. They just looked at me in disgrace because it smelled pretty. They bad, were bro. laughing on the inside. Oh, they don't look like it. Eh? Yeah, it but the like thing I is, was gonna get a slap around the ears. Eh? Yeah, maybe if it was really bad. But the thing is, like in that moment, they were probably highly offended yep. because you farted in public. But you yep. know that they they take themselves out of that situation. It might be the next day. It might be mm. weeks down the down the line and they'll think back to that that moment at Bayfair which is fucking shit house mall but yep. they might think back to that time and be like oh do you remember when that followed in that stink ass bar <laughs> and they'll laugh about it and they will laugh about it because yeah. it is the universal language of laughter farting so you reckon that's like a mean icebreaker on like a date it could be I think a fart on a date could go either way I reckon mm. it depends on the person because you've got some some people that could be extremely prudish and, and uptight about things. Mm -hmm. And if you do a fart, they're just going to be offended. They think you're disgusting and gross. Yeah. And you have other people that, you know, you let off a good fart and they'll be impressed. They'll be like, like this person has balls. Yeah. That that takes some balls to fart on a date with someone. Yeah. Like, what's that? I think it was, um, what's uh, the bachelor and that chick farted in front of that guy? You remember that? Nah. 
And what oh. happened there? Oh, yes, oh, I do remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she did a fart. See, oh, that was good. Or a queef, we don't know. Yeah, who, who <laughs> knows? But we're not going to go down that route. Yeah, remember? that's right. Yeah, yeah. i got to stay on track. Yeah. But okay. see, farting, man, it can go either way. It's, yeah. um, it's a polarizing thing, but I think ultimately it's always funny. Yeah. It's actually. always funny. Because even if you do go on a date with someone and you do a fart and they are offended at that time, yeah. they're going to laugh about it at some point. Mate, you know what? You've made me think about it now because I'm that calculator fella. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you I think, said you're a calculator. I think I'm going to huck a U-turn and really consider what you're talking about, eh? About yeah. this farting stuff. Yeah. Just don't blame me if you go on a date with someone and fart and then it all turns pear-shaped. Oh, well, I'll take the chance, eh? If it's going to give me gold, give it a go, eh? Yeah. That's the thing because I reckon if it's going to go either way, it's going to go either way, like, to the extreme. Yeah. Like, you fart in front of the right girl, you're in there. Yeah, you're, and you're in there, and then as you fart long as in front I don't of follow wrong. through, follow through in the fart. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no follow through, and then also just stick to one fart. Don't do multiple farts <laughs> because it might might seem like you got IBS, Why? and that's just Why? Like that's that, that's just another thing because that could be perceived as a medical condition, and like people are probably not going to want to continuously date you if you're always farting, yeah. because if, IBS is a serious problem that some people have. And you don't want to get locked into a, to a date and a relationship with someone who has medical conditions straight off the bat. True. Like some medical conditions are possible, but I just don't think IBS is something that you want to like oh. get into knowing that yeah. your your partner has IBS. Because you could just be like, oh, look, great person, but always farting. And <laughs> I can't. But one, all I'm saying is one cheeky fart. Mm. Chuck that in the Tinder bio, eh? I do. No, 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 no. You got to save that. You got to keep that uh, um, up your sleeve. Uh, keep okay. that up your sleeve as a little surprise. Okay. Yeah. Because they'll know. But yeah, like I feel, I feel like we need to get away from farting oh, because yeah. I mean it's just like like dick jokes and stuff. Yeah. You know, or drawing dicks on the back. It was you know, just the immaturity. It was a good conversation though. It was. It I was quite good. enjoyed it that. It was good. But it's just yeah, it's one of those things is like the just things that seem immature but they are always going to be funny, like drawing dicks on cars. It's the same sort mm. of thing. You get to 60 years old, 80 years old, farts always going to be funny, drawing dicks always going to be funny. I don't I just don't think those are things that you'll ever grow out of. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. But um I don't know, back yeah. back to back to surfing. Um like you you're doing really well at the moment. You are currently in the top I 50? don't know. 50. Yeah. You're top 50. At the moment. Oh, shit. Okay. Top 50. 47, hey, top I, think. I was going to say 150, but I don't know. I don't really follow <laughs> the rankings in that. But you're in the top 50, which is epic, which gives you a, a chance of qualifying at some point. And, I mean, I, I think you will uh, because I, I've got faith in you. I think you're a fantastic surfer. And and with that success will come, I guess, uh, a fame, glory, the and ladies, riches. I hope. And ladies. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I figured that. This whole podcast is kind of like just continuously you're you're just chiming in yeah, with your yeah, sure. ladies and that, but um, like you're you're you'll probably start making some serious coin. And this is this is a question I've asked a couple of people on this podcast: is is uh, at what point do you reckon you'll be comfortable financially to buy a waterbed? To buy a waterbed. Yeah. Oh, I've always wanted a waterbed, bro. I want to exactly. jump on a waterbed and just wash around, like. Yeah, yeah, you know just. What I mean? Yeah, because you wouldn't want to sleep on it, but it'd be cool, a cool novelty thing. Fuck. Because, like, if, if you look, I at, want one now. Yeah, exactly. But you look at um, like NBA players and stuff like that who get paid shit tons of money, mm. and then they get their they get their first paycheck and they go and splash out and, and buy, 
you know, like, I don't know if they buy, they usually buy chains and cars and, and yeah. houses and stuff like that. But, um, but I, I feel like there's surely people out there who'll just go splash out on a waterbed. But, I mean, do you think, like, at the moment, do you reckon you're almost, like, at waterbed level? Like, do you reckon you could, like, go and buy a waterbed now and be like, yeah. I got a waterbed now? Because to me, that is, that is when you've made it, is when you buy a waterbed. Bro, to be honest, at the moment, probably not, hey, but that's that's a big goal of mine, eh? I'd yep. love to get a waterbed. Yeah. That'll be mean. Ah, oh, imagine. Oh, no, 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 we'll stay on track. Yeah, I know you yep. wanted to say something sexual yep. about being with a lady on a waterbed yep. and then having sex and then it just like rocking around and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. it does it for you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like, once you get that momentum, mm -hmm. you pick up that momentum, you've got the inertia of the waterbed, which is helping you out. Luke, Luke, come on, mate. You're telling me to get on track. No, 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 but I'm just <laughs> looking at this as you would calculatedly. Okay. Calculatedly. So you use the inertia to help you. Yeah. Mm. And that's one of the the uh, the key features to a waterbed. Yep. Well, yep. That's a goal of mine. I'm going to get there, hopefully. Get that waterbed money, yeah, eh? Yeah, do the mahi, get the treats, eh? Yeah, exactly. Do the exactly. mahi, get the waterbed. Get, yeah, yeah, yeah. Work yeah. hard, get a waterbed in the end. Yeah. Yeah, and then, like, mm. obviously, you'll need more money to pay for, like, chiropractor and physio and all that shit from sleeping on a waterbed. Mm, hip flexors will be bung, eh? Yeah, no, you'd be fucked. Like, in theory, waterbed sounds awesome, but the reality, mm. fuck your back up severely. Mm. Maybe it was scoliosis it. or some shit. I don't oh, know how that works. It's worth it, bro. It's worth having an S on my back. Yeah. It would just be sick, I reckon, just like saying, Hard. oh, yeah, i got a waterbed. Hard. Netflix and chill and wobble. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Netflix and wobble around, eh? Yeah. Um, what are you going to say something? What's that other question on there? Oh, that other, well, other question? Oh, yeah. I, no, so I've got notes here. I've written down notes. I wrote some too. Yeah, did you? Oh, yeah, no, you, you wrote something about my racks, which I don't <laughs> know. And then you also wrote Skuck's Life. And I don't know how to elaborate on either of those things, so I'm crossing those off because they don't really mean oh yes no this is the one that i wanted to ask you oh, okay um being a a young up-and-coming professional surfer and in my eyes you've probably got the the best chance out of any new Z new zealand surfer to reach the the world tour hmm. and with those expectations comes pressure yep do you feel that pressure and how do you deal with it yeah bro everyone feels pressure i feel pressure being on this fucking podcast yeah, right now yeah, well you should this is fucking yeah cj hobgood was on here last week bro you got big shoes to fill oh yeah nah but yeah i feel pressure eh? everyone feels pressure if you want to be a top athlete you're gonna have to learn how to deal with pressure you know and everyone's different could be like um you heard the richie i think it's the richie mccall one or the karen reed one where he like ties his boots up again and looks at the post at the other side of the field and uses that as his reset but um yeah nah how i deal with it uh i pretty much just uh just breathing a eh? slow breathing sometimes it it's pretty hard to like try and breathe slow when you're stressing hard out but um uh making everything real simple breaking down to uh little things so that my mind is real clear on what to do so like going into a heat or something if i'm stressing on like say i have like jack freestone or someone i'll um you know just break it down to where are the best waves coming through and how am i going to get on them so um yeah but with all that stuff it's um all preparation too if you have a good preparation there's less things to um stress about so 
Yeah. So you try try not to think about like remember that anything else in your head. Yeah. Like yeah. remember that time I beat you at Ruiz when I was twelve. Me, <laughs> you never beat me. When Vulcan comp when you were twelve. Yeah. How big was it? Flat. Pretty much. Yeah. Well, exactly. <laughs> See. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a hundred kgs, bro. <laughs> I can't surf little waves. Mean excuse. Like physically. Now the excuses come out. No, no, no. These are this is just basic physics, bro. You know, like how you talk about being calculated. I also look at things with a calculated approach. I'm 100 kilograms, right? Yeah. So you get me in a wave that's like, I don't know, two feet high. How, how the fuck do you think I'm going to have an advantage over you, who at the time, you are probably like 13 <laughs> kilograms or something. Like physics, like you look at that just doesn't, like how am I supposed to beat you? I can't beat you. A one foot wave to you is like a six foot wave to me. Yeah. That's I not an excuse. So. It's just mathematics. Yeah. But yeah, you've been dealing with the pressure, all right? I see. Yeah. Yeah. No, good on you. Because <laughs> I, I, I think you're gonna make it, and I don't want to put pressure on you. But do you get like messages of? Oh, sorry. Yeah. Fine. Do you get messages like a lot of people supporting you, like sending you encouraging messages, and or do you get people saying you better win, you better win, you're our only chance, Actually, your only hope. The only one who says you better win is my mum, me. Oh, does she? He's the pressure. Oh, you better win. Pressure. Yeah, just like not being too serious, I think. She'll be like, oh, you, you better, be you better be surfing good. Like, if I was surfing like here this afternoon, I ring her mm. up, be like, oh, I was pumping. Oh, were you surfing good? You better be surfing good. Sure, Must throwing mum under the bus here a little bit. Yeah, nah, but she's a GCA. Yeah. Oh, GB, good bitch. Yeah, yeah. 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 She's the man, mum. So yeah. you got to have that. Complain. A good supportive family. Yeah. Nah, got heaps of support, mates, family. So um, yeah, nah, can't complain really. Yeah, and that, that's one thing I noticed um about seeing you growing up and surfing from a little kid and just you know your old man he's, he's always been a really good surfer and you know he's always been like real you know supportive of you apart from like you were telling me earlier um how he he told you to go out surfing at eight foot manu bay yeah like i was thinking what you're saying it probably wasn't eight foot probably was like four foot but to me at the time it felt like eight foot it was solid as a just made me go out rain hail shine when it was huge stormy even if it looked like I was going to drown, still sent me out. I think he just wanted to get rid of one more child, eh? One yeah. child. Well, so it's expensive raising a kid. Yeah. Nah. But that didn't work. Yeah. But uh, and this is a theory that I was talking about with one of the boys before, is that, like, if you had a baby, right, mm-hmm. and you take a baby, and you know how, like, humans should be able to swim, most of us, Yeah. and you take the baby, your new baby, and you throw it in a pool, yep. and, then, and then if it swims, it's meant to be. Like, it survived the first test of natural selection. Yeah. And then if it oh, doesn't, it's just shit. like, well, you haven't invested all that time and effort yeah. in raising a, a child that's, that can't swim. So it's almost yeah. like your dad did that with you a little bit. Like, yeah. just threw you out there and thought, okay, if he, if he can make, this, make, through, make it through this, if he mm. can survive this test, he's, he's, uh, he's on the right track. Yeah. And he's kind of like just getting that sort of natural selection thing but, with you a little but bit. But what there. if I didn't? Well, then he'll st- I, he, yeah, he might have to start again. Well, get a new one. Yeah, new get a new Q. one. Oh, yeah. That's well, ratchet. you're always talking about like sex and stuff like that. So, <laughs> like, it can't be that hard to just make another one. I don't even want to think about it, eh? Yeah. But, like, all I'm saying is a positive thing because mm. maybe he was doing that test. Mm. Maybe he wasn't. It's pretty fucked up when you think about it. Mm. But the thing <laughs> is that you've come out the other side. Yep. You so. Know? I'm stoked that Dad did everything he did for me because uh, I probably wouldn't be here if he was soft on me, a eh? soft or softer. Yeah, so nah, pretty stoked. Yeah, pretty stoked, day. Eh? Yeah. 
And like, I thought about it before thinking, fuck, was he trying to kill me? But now I'm like, oh, nah. He's just making you stronger. Yeah. Yeah. You got to, you got to. Let's t- throw him at the deep end of the pool, eh? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what I was saying. That was like the baby analogy. You throw a baby in and then if it swims out of the pool, meant to be. Mm. And that's, yeah, that's what your dad did with you. Yeah, and it was no. meant to be. Mm. You've gone through natural selection and you have been selected. Yeah. Just. Yeah. I mean, it was just. Swallowed heaps of water, but yeah, yeah but so still I made it. Scraped through a eh? yeah, and now you're like making Red Bull documentaries and shit like that. Mm. Yeah, and that's that's why we're here. Yeah, can so. you can you elaborate a little bit on that or like why we're here? Why there's like cameras in front of us and all this sort of shit? Yeah, yeah, uh, we're actually shooting for um, uh, we're doing modeling. Me and Luke, we're doing modeling for um, uh, Gucci. So um, yeah, nah, they needed someone. They needed a, like a real moldy hoary guy and then they needed a tall fella with a mean beard so they got luke yeah really that's that's not what this is about at all if you're gonna get some people to model they'll probably scrap you they'll keep me but um no what what why are we actually here it's something to do with uh with with red bull yeah you're one of your sponsors yeah so and 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 some form of movie yeah so um at the moment red bull are making a series called maiden where have you seen the Maiden series in like South Africa and Ireland? No. Uh, no. Ah, uh, well, it's pretty much just like shooting around the country, the culture and surfing and good surf spots around the country. So, so far we've been um, Taranaki, the Mount, now here, and um, I think Gizzy might be next. So. Ooh, yuck! I mean, uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pretty paru there, eh? Yeah. It's just once you get in there, it's hard to leave. But yeah, so you're you're essentially just traveling around New Zealand and uh, and making making a documentary series. Yeah, so yeah, life's pretty good at the moment. Just chasing good waves. We've scored so far, so yeah. Now nah, and we got you here on it now, eh? Yeah. Well, I guess that's um that's a big bonus for you guys because I mean, there I guess there was a chance that the whole thing could like fall flat and be an absolute piece of shit. But now that you guys have got me on board, uh, I don't think that's going to happen. So yeah, nah, lucky we got you, eh? Yeah, 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 yeah. Starring well, Luke Sedum and Raglan Surferport. Yeah. Well, we, when I heard that um, yeah. that you guys were making this documentary, I was thinking, oh, surfing documentary in New Zealand, fuck, probably going to be, mm, I don't know, borderline. And then <laughs> they just hit me up, and I was like, fuck, it's going to be all right. You guys will make it through. So you're the main character, eh? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah you, I, you the Jon Snow in the Game of yeah. Thrones? I've only got a small part, but my small part, I yeah, think, will be... I can't. Uh, I guess when you think about the sun shining, like how it's like when you look at it, it's quite small. Like you look at the sun, it's quite small, but it, it essentially is. creates all life on the planet. And I, I feel like even though my part is going to be small, like when you look at the sun, but then I'm going to bring the whole film together mm. and make it what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. I see. Yeah. So you're the the mince and the pie. No, no, no. I'm like the sun. I just told you oh. what the analogy was. Oh shit. Yeah, but you can make one up. But with this documentary, we're in Raglan at the moment. You've been everywhere else, although you haven't really. You've been to Taranaki and where? Where else? The Mount, which is home, doesn't. Yeah. Yeah, that doesn't count, eh? Because nah, you've got to start, really. yeah, point A, and then you've yeah. gone to point B, and then this is like point C, I yeah. guess. Or after I went back to A again. Yeah, you went back to A, and then and then Miss B, and then went to C. So you got A to C. Anyway, that's uh, um, alphabet and shit. Mm. But um. So you're in Raglan at the moment. Who else? Who else is in this? So obviously you've got me, who's the star. But then there's got to be other people in the movie. Just make yeah. up numbers, I guess. So and 
You are like, the main character. Yeah, bro, yeah, I know. We've established that. We need some side followers. So yeah, we well, got, that's just what I just said. Yeah, <laughs> we got Daniel Kiriopa, Aaron Kiriopa, and um, what's that Hobbit fella? Billy Stearman. Oh, yeah. Billy Stearman. Yeah, yeah, I know yeah, that guy. Small, very small, small man. Yeah, bro. Great surfer, small guy, sore knee at the moment. Sore. <laughs> yeah, he'll tell you all yeah. about it anyway. I'm I was sure. there. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. there. Yeah, well, he's told me all about it far too many times. Um, but yeah, I'm sure it's going to be a great documentary. But at the moment, we need to go and continue our path to making this as successful a documentary as it can possibly be. And obviously, the first step was getting me on board. And now mm. we need to go get footage of me and I guess also probably you, I guess. Maybe. Uh, yeah. Out of Manu Bay. And mm. the waves are going to be pumping, so I think we should go do that. But thank you, Kehu, for being on my sporadic podcast, yeah. and uh, hopefully you can come on again someday. Yeah. Even someday, I'd like to do a podcast with you when you're on the world tour one day. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and after good. you've bought, bought a waterbed. I want to do a podcast with you yeah. after you've bought a waterbed. Yeah. When you're on the world tour and you've bought a waterbed. I'll bring it around, bro. We can chill on that and do the podcast It again. sounds like a lot of admin. I'll just come to you, I think. It's oh, yeah. Yeah, all that. Yeah, sweet. Yeah. Cheers, bro. Thank you. Cheers, thanks.